the Lord tonight for the great song service and uh, the the specials oh boy I tell you what I'm I feel so blessed tonight we thank the Lord 
And I will, brother. I'll get a hold of Brother Bowling and I'll say, hey, that thing still sounds good. <laughs> he was passing through the area not too long ago and I didn't get a chance to get with him. He had been down in Monticello, his old, one of the old churches he pastored. And uh, but I didn't even know about it until he was already back in Illinois. But I'll tell you what, he's a dear friend. <clears throat> we thank the Lord for Brother Bowling and his dear wife. Pray the Lord continues to bless them. If you remember, some uh, a couple of months ago, I told you that Brother Wayne had resigned the ministry, and uh, of course, his health is not the best in the world. He and his wife both suffer a lot. So I want you to continue to pray for them. And I will say, uh, yes, we did receive word uh, Sunday that uh, Brother Jonathan had resigned the church there at Richland Baptist, so I want you to pray for that church. Pray for Jonathan, pray for his family, pray that the Lord's will will be had and done in everything that, that, he, that he endeavors to uh, consider. So be much in prayer for them as well. And uh, just continue to pray that God will bless now. You know, we've had a, a family visiting with us, the Allens and uh, Brother Charlie and, and Autumn and their children. I want you to know that I want you to pray for their oldest son. He has got pneumonia. That's the reason why they haven't been here. Uh, he's, he's down with pneumonia, so pray the Lord will give him healing. Pray the Lord will take that away from him. If you would, I'd like for you to open your Bibles to the book of Psalm in chapter 92. Psalm 92. And tonight we're going to be looking at something I pray that would just be a blessing to us as we look at Thanksgiving. As we consider this national holiday, but to the redeemed, those that are saved, we have much to be thankful about every day that we awaken and God gives us breath. In Psalm 92, I'll read this whole psalm. And we'll take our message from this and break it down throughout, throughout this chapter. The very first, and this is, this is more than just a psalm, this is an actual song that was written to praise the Almighty God. In the verse 1, it states as it opens up, it is, It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. And to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the psaltery, and upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. And a brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall be 
exalted like unto the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. And this is one of the most intriguing verses that you'll find in this psalm. Fresh oil. He's going to anoint us with fresh oil. The renewed blessings of our everyday life. God has promised a refreshing, a renewing of the blessings that He wants poured out upon His children. He states here that we're going to have fresh oil. And that again speaks to the blessings of Almighty God. In verse 11, the Bible says, Mine eye also shall see my desire of mine enemies, and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. To show the Lord is upright, He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in Him. I'm going to bring a message tonight again. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Heavenly Father, dear God, as we come before your throne tonight, we do so with thankful heart. We thank you for thy word that gives us direction, that helps us to remember to be thankful in all things in our life. And Lord, I pray upon this Thanksgiving Eve that you will cause us to reflect upon all the fresh oil that you have poured out upon thy children. Lord, the benefits of being saved by your amazing grace the protections that are offered through thy Son, Jesus Christ, and his power. Father, I pray tonight that you will bless this congregation. May this be a night, Heavenly Father, that she is filled with fresh oil. Lord, may this be a night when we are rejoicing beyond measure. Father, we thank you for bringing Brother Brennan back to us for a short while, Lord. We pray that you will bless him while he's here. Bless his family, Lord, watch over and care for each and every one and the extended family in this church. Lord, we pray also for those that's been under the, uh, the, the surgeon's hand, Lord. I, I pray for Jared Stevens and I pray, dear God, for Stephen, Lord, that you'll bless. Give them the, the wherewithal, dear God, to have that speedy recovery that they so surely stand in need of. Lord, we pray that you'll continue to be with us throughout this evening. Lord, as we reflect upon thy word and this song, may it be a song that resonates in our own minds. Help us tonight, dear God, to reflect upon thy word and help us to rejoice in it. Lord, bless our evening. We ask that you forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Emmanuel, to our visiting friends, as we embark upon another Thanksgiving, we, the people of God, have much to be thankful for. As we sit in this house of worship, we are to give thanks and praise for His bountiful benefits. 
You may ask, what are all those things? Well, tonight we're only going to look at one song. And within this song, there are several different things mentioned that God's people ought to be thankful for. You know, oftentimes as we, as we embark upon the Thanksgiving season, season a lot of times uh, you hear the things of the temporal blessings I'm talking about, uh, uh, food and raiment and all these things that we do need. And usually we forget about all the other things in between. The protection, the direction, the things that God does for His children on a day-to-day basis. Waking up in the morning, going to bed at night. These are blessings of God. You know, and, and as we reflect upon this one song tonight, there are several different things in this song that God's people need to stop and consider. Our scripture reading points to some of those things that we should be considering this evening. The first thing I want you to think of, and I want you to, I want you to just reflect upon what I'm about to say because it in and of itself is not mentioned here, but I want you to know tonight that I'm thankful that God has given us a book to teach us not only how to number our days, but to count our blessings. Brother Jim brought that song uh, uh, just a moment ago on page 54. Listen, I believe we need to stop and count our blessings. All that God has done for us is amazing. You just if you if you get the least bit unhappy in your life, just stop and think about what God has done for you. Begin to count your blessings. Begin to, to set those things in order as you stop and you think, as you reflect upon everything that God has done for you today, not counting all the rest of the days that are already past. The greatest thing that happened to you that He saved you by His grace. Amen. That's the greatest thing that happened to any one of us today that are saved is that we've been saved not of our own doing but of God's own power and His own will. But I'm thankful for a book which God instructs us with. In Psalm 92, 1, the Bible says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. In First Peter I believe it is that if, if we look there for just a moment in chapter 1, notice what it says in verse 18 to begin with. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 18. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers... It wasn't the things that we'd done. It wasn't the things that our parents done. It wasn't the things that our grandparents done. It's what God done for us. He tells us here that our salvation was not by, by, by the things that, that can be purchased even. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Now this is one of those little points that we're going to be bringing up Saturday night in our men's meeting. I was asked to explain predestination and election. And folks, I want you to know something. All you got to do is just get in the Word of God and begin to dig for it. And everything that we are looking at here tonight is there for a reason. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, uh, 
but was made manifest in these last times for you, who by Him do believe in God that raised Him up from the dead and gave Him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and to unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart, fervently, being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the Word of God. You see, that's the reason why I believe tonight that the Word of God is so important. It's able to make one wise unto salvation. Paul told young Timothy that that was the very case in his life as a young man. That he had heard the gospel. And that he, that he believed the Word of God even from an early age. And that is one of the most adoring things that you can get a hold of. These young people that you see here tonight that are saved by God's amazing grace, many of them were saved at a young age. And here tonight, they're serving the Lord in song. They're serving the Lord as they praise Him and worship Him. And folks, that's one of the most amazing things that you can ever get a hold of. All because of God's Word. God's Word gives us direction on what to do and how to do it. Just like our worship hour. How do we come to worship God? Listen, the Bible states that even when we pray, we, we're supposed to reverence His name, first of all. Hallowed be Thy name. Then we're supposed to pray that Thy will be done. You see, God even teaches us how to pray and how to ask for things that we need. And all these things are all evidences found in the Word of God. May God help us to see that. Here we are reminded of the importance of taking time to reflect upon all of God's blessings and how that we should make time to praise Him for them. In Psalm 135, I'm going to go back up just a little bit. I'm not going to read all my scripture tonight because I have a whole lot to go through. And The Bible states this in Psalm 135 and number verse 3, I believe it is. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises unto His name, for it is pleasant. You know, tonight, as we look at some of these things, we are, we are instructed in God's Word what we're to do when we come to the house of God. Praise Him. Worship Him. Listen, this is something special. The house of God with God's people is a special place. It's a place set aside where God says through His Son, Jesus Christ, that where two or three are gathered in My name, He says, I'm going to be in the midst. And folks, I, I believe just that. I still believe unequivocally that God is in this place. And if He weren't, we would be meeting for nothing. Now the second thing I want us to consider tonight is that we're to be thankful for each morning and every night that we have. In Psalm 92, verse 2 down through verse 6, the song reminds us to be grateful for every morning in which He allows us to awaken. And also He reminds us to be thankful for all His provisions throughout the day long. As we lay our heads down to rest at night, take time to thank Him for all His good works on your behalf. In Psalm 89 and verse 1, it says, I will sing of thy mercies of the Lord forever. 
With my mouth I will make known thy faithfulness to all generations. These are those in life that, you know, take time to thank God for His goodness. But there are those in life who never take time to thank God. I'm reminded of Luke chapter 12 of the, that prosperous farmer who had all these great, great uh, crops that were coming in and his barns were too little and then maybe they were falling down. He began to tear them down and build new barns and began to brag on what he had done. And, and all along he had forgot that God was the one that was able, enabled him to do all that he'd done. I'm afraid there's a lot of people in the world today just like that. A lot of people today want to take time to list all their accomplishments when, uh, when we need to, what we need to do is take time to list all that God's done for us. We're here tonight by His power. We're here tonight because of His blessings. We drove into this parking lot today because of what God has prospered us with. We ate tonight because what God done for us throughout this year. You see what I'm saying? It's time that God's people also need to stop and consider, thank the Lord for all that He's done for us. Oh, how good God is. Again, there are those in life who never think of giving God praise. But I'm thankful tonight that He has put in my heart a time to praise Him. And a time to be thankful. In 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 31, the Bible here tells us that whatever we do, we need to be ready to give Him glory. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all for the glory of the Lord or of God. So tonight as we look at these things, these are just simple little things that God's Word in this song says, stop and thank Him for. Thank Him tonight for His provision. Thank Him then that you are, are more valuable than, than all the sparrows of the world. And yet, watch how He feeds and cares for them. How much more will He clothe you? Oh, saint of God. Tonight we sang the song on page 54. Let me look at these songs real quick. You know, this evening, we ought to be thankful that the enemy of God and His children will not ultimately be triumphed over. This song says in verse 3 and verse 4, when you look at others with their lands and gold, think that Christ has promised you His wealth untold. Count your many blessings money cannot buy. Your reward in heaven nor your home on high. Verse 4 says, So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. In other words, God's in charge of everything and everybody. Count your many blessings, angels will attend, help and comfort give you to your journey's end. 
We sang the song also on 100. Is that the lily of the valley? That old song that sang here a lot. He all my griefs have taken and all my sorrows borne. In temptation he's my strong and mighty tower. I have all for him forsaken and my idols torn from my heart. Now he keeps me by his power. Though all the world forsake me and Satan tempt me sore, through Jesus I shall safely reach the goal. We are to be thankful tonight that we don't have to worry about what the world does. We don't have to worry about what the world says of us. Listen, know this and understand this, that there are those in this world today who want to do nothing more but to tear down the Christian. They may have, you may have some in your family tonight that cannot stand you because you're a Christian. Folks, I want you to know something. We serve the Lord, amen. We don't serve other men. The Bible tells us here that we need to be worried more about what the Lord wants in our life. The Bible says in, in Psalm 92, we're going to go back here for just a moment before I move on. In Psalm 92. Notice what it says here now, verse 7 down through verse 11. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. And I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes also shall see my desire of mine enemies, and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. Those who oppose the righteousness and right shall be cut off one day. In Psalm 70, verses 1 through 5, it talks about these, this very fact. You know, I've been asked the question. You know, when people have been beaten down, trodden down, have been absolutely molested as far as, as their spiritual uh, uh, wellness is concerned, you know, I've seen a lot of people just about give up because of the assault of the wicked. I've had people to ask me, when? When will the Lord take care of this for me? How much longer do I need to put up with all the heartache and hardship which is poured out upon me like water? The only thing that I can say is what God's Word says. Listen, in time, God will avenge the righteous. You know what? Ruins the joy of many people today worrying about what others think. Worrying about what the wicked are saying. The wicked are, are always a, a, a people of morbid temperament. People of the wicked state are going to do everything in their power to disrupt your joy. To take away your happiness. To try to stop and put out the light that you're bearing. 
Know this. God's going to take care of that one day. Romans in chapter 12. Look at verse 17 with me. The Bible says, Recompense to no one man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. And if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him, and if he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. You know, I had a man once, and I spoke about this once before, who got a hold of me one time, and man, he was mad because I preached on this subject, how we're to love our enemies. And I understand where the man was coming from. The man had been really messed up as a young boy. And he had, he had anger. I mean, he was mad. He was, and he was mad at me for saying that you need to love your enemies. And he came to me one day. Well, he didn't come to me. He called for me to come to his house. And I went to where he was at, and, and he was fuming mad. He said, but yeah, preacher, you don't know what they've done. I said, no, I don't know, but I know this. I know the Lord knows all about it. and He will, he will receive vengeance. You're one of His children. Listen, God says, I will repay. And you know what? One of the greatest reliefs that we can ever find is when we can let those things go. Now, there are some things that's hard to do, and it's just like that man. That man was telling me, and you know, after a while he calmed down. There are some things that are just hard to forget. We're human. But I'm talking about on the level of where people would try to do things to hurt you, say things to hurt you. I found out one of the best things to do is just turn it over to the Lord. Because that can rob you of your joy. You, let, you start dwelling upon that thing. You start dwelling upon the hurt. And you know what? The hurt compounds itself. It multiplies. And before you know it, you're eat up again with, with all kinds of anguish and even anger. And you're thinking thoughts that just drive you crazy. You know why? Because you're a Christian. There's a reason why that evil thoughts hurt the Christian. But know this. He says, I will repay. Just turn it over to the Lord. I had somebody, it ain't been too awful long ago, where they made a smart remark and they and they done so just to try to hurt me. And I thought, well, I could make a, a fool out of myself right now or I can wait and let God make a fool out of him in the day coming. Folks, I want you to know something. When you let things go, when you just let it go, let know that God knows all about it. God's going to take care of it. Listen, it'll make your life a lot sweeter. You know what? When I found that out, that's when I become a lot happier. I've heard my wife probably tell you, sometimes it's like I don't care if it snows oats. 
Well, folks, I want you to know something. And a lot of times, that's the kind of attitude you got to have if you're going to make it in this life without being bitter and filled with anguish. God gives us something here to help us to understand that, listen, He knows everything that's going on in our lives. He will take care of it. You're His child. You're His child. Lastly tonight, I'm thankful that God shall anoint us with fresh oil. I go back to my text, and it's uh, actually it's found in Psalm 92, and uh, is it verse 10? Psalm 92. Now this is one of those things that I'm really happy for because I can see it in my life. I can see it in the life of our church family. Psalm 92 and verse 10, the Bible says, But my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. Prominent. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. In verse 12 down through verse 15, at the end of this text, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in Him. You know, the Bible teaches us something Right here that we need to get a hold of. God anoints His children with the fresh oil. It's the renewed blessings. When I became the pastor of this church, there were two verses of Scripture that stuck out in me because I was scared to death. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And I asked the Lord, I said, how in the world can I do this? Verse 19 says, but my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You see, this fresh oil is the renewed blessings of His faithful, righteous children. Revelation 21, verse 3 down through verse 7, it talks about the righteous children how God's going to care for them. Those that are the overcomers shall be blessed with fresh oil, and God shall pour it out upon the righteous faithful. Tonight, I don't know about you, but I'm thankful to be saved by God's amazing grace, and I'm thankful that we have a book that teaches us how to worship, how to, how to, how to just rejoice in what God's done for us. How to be thankful every day that we wake up and every night that we lay our heads down. We need to be thankful. God tells us to do this. Folks, without the Word, I don't know where we'd be tonight. I thank God. I, I, you know, I, I look back at the Old Testament saints that never had, never had a piece of this hardly. They just had a few, a few books here in the Old Testament saints. And here we have everything. Look at what they've done. How much more should we be able to do today because of all that He's given us? May the Lord bless. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word tonight. Let's all stand, please.
church and your young men. We'll have a time of prayer. Thank the Lord for all His blessings throughout the year. And then remember our Sunday service and pray God's blessing upon that as well. Saturday. Saturday. We have a men's meeting. I forgot about that. Men's meeting Saturday at 6 p.m. here at the Fellowship Hall. And then our Sunday service. So let's be much in prayer for all these things. Pray God's blessing. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I tell you, it's something great to just to be with family. Be thankful. Be very thankful. And just take time to reflect on the joys of family. So make sure that you consider that throughout the morning and days to come. And then I would say be thankful. But you've got a church family as well. What a, what a blessing it is to have a family, a spiritual family in the, in the, in the eyes of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you. And I pray this smile for you and your family. Let's be dismissed now, thanking God again for the day and the night and kids. Truly, it's been good to be in the Lord's house tonight. But John Smith, can you dismiss us? Father, you think of this opportunity in your house, your Lord. We just pray to the Lord as each gathered together at home, said, Father, you give them travel days to the home, your Lord. We also pray to the Lord. We're salvation of the lost souls in this house. And Lord, we also thank you.